الحمد لله حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضى أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الأمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil Islam wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah Ya marhaban bikum We welcome you and we say unto you Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward each and every one of you who has sponsored the channel and who has sponsored the podcast May Allah ta'ala reward you tremendously May Allah ta'ala bless you and give you everything that is good And also may Allah ta'ala reward everyone who has subscribed to the channel Who has liked the videos and who have shared them with their friends and families and those who they believe will benefit from it and had spread it on their social media. May Allah Ta'ala reward each and every one of you tremendously and abundantly. Ta'ala, we want to bring into reflection, inshallah, a statement of the Prophet وسلم, and the impact of that statement upon our lives and how the companions and the Salaf, they viewed this statement and how they acted in light of it. Naam. And that is the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Inna al-Iman la yakhluqu fi jawfi ahadikum kama yakhluqu thawb That Iman, it will wear out inside of the heart of one of you just like the article of clothing, the thawb, like what I'm wearing. Naam. But an example, yeah? an article of clothing, it wears out naam so iman it will decrease over time um if an individual is not mindful and keen on those matters and those factors that will cause its increase then you will find that they will fall into that which will result in its what is decrease because iman it goes up and it goes down naam and if we're not mindful in doing those things that will increase our iman, then by default, there's only one other option, and that is that our iman will go down. Okay? So the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, So ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, So ask Allah to renew the iman inside of your heart. Ask Allah to renew the faith inside of your heart. Now the Salaf, they were very keen to this concept. The concept that Iman, it goes up and it goes down. The concept that Iman, it could decrease. Naam? It could decrease. And an example of this is we see this in a statement of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhu that he used to say to his companions, Ta'ala, all of you come together. Nazdad Imana. Everybody come together. Let us increase our Iman. Now, I want you just to reflect on the fact that Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he used to say this to his companions. He used to remind them, let us come, come everyone, let's gather, let us do those things that will increase our iman. Now, in, in contrast, I want, want you to reflect on perhaps some individuals we may have in our lives that instead of calling us and encouraging us to increase in iman, their company is that which is detrimental to our iman. It decreases our iman because they 
encourage us to do those things that are haram because iman it rises with with obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this is what causes it to increase and it decreases when one is disobedient unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so anyone that will call us to do those things that are haram then these are individuals who are calling us to that which will decrease our iman it will decrease it whereas anyone who is calling us to do those things that are from the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then they are in fact calling us to do those things that will increase our iman it will make it go up it will make it rise and these are good friends so in this already let us reflect on our friends and our companions who are we around and how are they benefiting us because the reality is is that iman it will wear out if you are not diligent over that which will increase your iman if you do not have a concern and take care of those things in which will increase your iman then your iman is going to go down it's going to go down because when things are subject to increase and decrease you find that there is no stagnation it's either going to be going up or it's going to be going down so the salaf they were very concerned about the increase of their iman they didn't want their iman to decrease but they wanted it to what to increase another example of this is abdullah bin mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu where he used to say that to his companions ijlisu ijlisu bina come on sit with us nazdad imana so we can increase our iman come sit with us let us so we can increase our iman so again we have another example that he will call his companions he will call those who he was close with to come and sit and let's increase in iman now i want you also to reflect on the family members that you may be around are the individuals who are calling you to the likes of this or are the individuals who are calling you to that which will be a decrease to your iman that will be a detriment to your iman are they calling you to do those things that will result in your iman going down or are they calling you to those things that will result in your iman going up now also i want you to think about this too from another standpoint are you the one calling them to do those things that will increase their iman or are you the one calling them to do those things that will result in their iman going down abdullah mas'ud radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he used to supplicate unto allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahumma zidni imana. Now, oh Allah, increase my iman in implementing the command of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, where he told us to ask Allah to increase the iman in our hearts. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he told us to do this. So, is it a part of our regiment of du'a? Is it a part of our supplications in which we supplicate by way of them to Allah Ta'ala to ask for an increasement in Iman is that is, do we ask Allah for that because we should the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi commanded us to do that if we didn't know about this narration prior to this episode prior to you watching and listening to this right now then okay alhamdulillah you're excused but now the question comes what are you going to do after now after having knowing now what are you going to do so he used to say, so he used to say, Allahumma zidni imana, O Allah, increase my iman, wa yaqina, and increase my certainty, 
wa fiqha and increase my understanding of the religion. Naam, that oh Allah, increase me in iman, in certainty, and in understanding of their religion. This is a tremendous dua that inshallah ta'ala we should imitate uh, Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu in and supplicating to Allah Ta'ala but with, with, with this dua. Naam, we should we should we should uh, as a, you know as they say we should imitate him in doing this ta'ala because it will only be for our benefit. Naam Allahumma zinni imana wa yaqina wa fiqha the O oh Allah increase me in iman, certainty and understanding of the religion. Increase me in faith, certainty and understanding. Uh, increase my understanding meaning understanding of the religion Mu'ad ibn Jabal radiyallahu ta'ala anhu he used to say unto his companions ijlisu bina come on sit with us nu'min sa'a so we can have iman so we can increase our iman for an hour Naam. come on and sit with us so we can increase our iman for an hour so this is a question how are we spending our hours are we spending our hours together with our loved ones, with our friends, in doing that which increases our iman, or in doing that which decreases our iman? Abdullah bin Ruwaha, he, he, he took a group of his companions and he said unto them, Ta'ala, come, everybody come together, let us let us remember Allah or let us yani, believe for an hour. What is meant by this is let us increase in Iman for an hour. Naam. So now a person will ask, how? How do we increase in, in Iman for an hour? If we all come together, how do we increase in Iman? Now remember what? Iman, it goes up when one is obedient unto Allah. It goes down when one is disobedient unto Allah. So if you're inviting people to come and let's come together collectively and let's let's do what? Let's increase our iman. So now what kind of things are, 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 are going to happen? What kind of things are going to be done? He explains them. He he he, he spells them out. He says, Ta'alo He said, Come on, let's come together. Let's remember Allah. Let's remember Allah. Now here's the thing. A person will say, oh, does this mean let's come together and remember Allah in a dhikr circle? So we come together and everyone starts remembering the dhikr circle? Then of course we know, no, this is not it because the Salaf, they didn't do this. Now, the companions and those who followed them in good from the second generation and third generation, they didn't do these things. So what does it mean let's all come together and remember Allah? Remember Allah, how? By way of studying the book of Allah. By way of contemplating over its verses and going over the tafsir. By way of studying the statements of the Prophet ﷺ. By way of reviewing knowledge. By way of reading the stories of the Sahaba. So on and so forth. Now for those things that are good and, 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 and that increases the individual in iman. Increases the individual in certainty. Increases the individual in understanding of the religion. See we had some indication in the statement or in the dua. Of Abdullah bin Mas'ud on what are some of the things that we can do to increase our Iman? Because he's asked Allah to increase him in Iman, certainty, and understanding of the religion. So, coming together to study, for example, the 
the rules and regulations as relates to wudu, making wudu and tahara and purity. This is that which will increase us in iman. This is that which is remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is that which we're studying. Those ayat that speak about purification. Those ahadith that speak about the purification. Those narrations that speak about the description of how to make wudu, so on and so forth. The importance of wudu and its connection to the prayer. Now, all of these things increase us in certainty about our religion, increases in understanding about our religion, and we are remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by yani therein. So all of this will be that which will increase our iman. So seeking knowledge, coming together to seek knowledge, to study, to review, so on and so forth. These are from those things that will increase our iman. Now, that will increase our iman. In any event, <clears throat> he went on and he and he went on to say, "La'allahu yadkuruna bimaghfirah." Oh, He said so that perhaps Allah will forgive us. Now let us come together. Let us come together and increase in iman. Excuse me. Let, let me go back. I, I, I missed a portion of that. He, he said, "Fanadkurillah, fanazdad imana." Naam, very important point that I that I forgot. He said, So let us remember Allah so that we can increase in Iman by way of obedience unto Him. By being obedient unto Him. So when we come together, we have to come together and do those things in which are legislated inside of the religion. Those things that are from the obedience unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like the aforementioned things, studying the religion, reading the Quran. Reading the seerah of the Prophet وسلم, reading the biographies of the Sahaba, نعم, studying the statements of the Prophet وسلم, and their meanings, uh, memorizing them together, so on and so forth. These are from the ways in which we can come together to increase in Iman, نعم, calling to good, forbidding the evil, so on and so forth. He says so that Allah he says so that uh, seeking by that, so that Allah Ta'ala will forgive us. نعم, so that Allah Ta'ala will forgive us all of these things these are just ways in which we could come together collectively to increase in iman Naam. because it is vital that we understand that iman can go up and it can go down abu darda رضي الله تعالى عنه he said من فق العبد from the understanding of a slave from a servant's understanding and يعلم is that they know with a certainty a مزدادون هو أو منتقص I want you I want everybody to think about this for themselves he said and from a person's understanding from a person's fiqh of the religion, is that they'll be able to assess themselves in order to recognize or as, as such as they will be able to recognize whether they are increasing in iman or decreasing in iman. Now, all of the things you thought about this week, have you considered whether or not you are increasing in Iman or decreasing in Iman? Are you in a state of increasing or are you in a state of decreasing?
This is something to really consider. Because he said this is from the fiqh. This is from the understanding of the abd, of the slave. Is that they're able to recognize and identify whether or not they are increasing in iman or decreasing in iman. And then he, he went on to say, وَمَنْ فِقْهِ الْعَبْدِ And from a slave's understanding, from a servant's understanding, and يَعْلَمَ Is that they have to know نَزَغَاتِ الشَّيْطَانِ They have to know the directions that the shaytan يَعْنِ They have to know the direction that the shaytan comes to them. Okay? This is a very important point because all of us, we have our trials. And what is a trial for me may not be a trial for you and vice versa. So if you know, for example, your particular fitna, your particular trial is this particular thing, this particular sin, then you have to be on God as relates to it. Perhaps it's easy for your brother. Your brother doesn't have to worry to the same extent that you have to worry, but we all have to worry. But perhaps he does not have to worry to the same extent that you have to worry because it is not a trial for him to the same extent that it is a trial for you. So everyone has to know their fitna. If you know that you're an individual who has a problem when it comes to money and things of this nature, then don't allow people to entrust you with their money. If you know that you are an individual who has a problem maintaining trust and so on and so forth, then don't allow people to you know, give unto you things and entrust them unto you. Say, no, give that to someone else. If you know that you're an individual who you have a problem when it comes to leadership is a fitna for you, then don't accept positions of leadership. So on and so forth. And these are just examples, okay? These are just examples. But everyone, you know those things that are difficult for you, those things that you are fighting, you're still fighting yourself as it relates to them, so on and so forth. So you have to be more diligent as it relates to these matters. And you still have to be on your guard as it relates to the other matters. So the point is, is that you have to know the direction by way in which the shaitan, he comes to you so as to try to incite you to do things, to do the haram. So be very diligent and know the doors by way in which the shaitan comes to you and be very diligent in guarding those doors. Uh, be on your P's and Q's as it relates to those particular things so that you are not overcome by your enemy. So, Iman, it goes up and it goes down. When we come together, are we coming together in a manner that increases us in Iman or are we coming together in a manner that will decrease us in Iman? Are we following the example of the Salaf and are we taking it serious like they used to take it serious? Are we coming together to do what is right? Or are we persistent in coming together to do what is wrong? These are just some things that we have to think about, really. And we have to consider, if we truly want to be successful. To the next time we meet. Still dear, we leave you in the trust of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وعن آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته